Welcome to Memento Vida with Manny Rico. I am your host. I'm your vegan bestie, and I am an oat milk enthusiast. We're going to stop this right now, and I'm going to Google how to say this. How to say in enthusiast. 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 Okay, I can't hear it. But enthusiast. I am your vegan oat milk latte. In, uh, I am your vegan oat milk latte enthusiast. That sounds wrong. Because why is it spelled with an E? It should be like enthusiast, not enthusiast. English is awkward and English is weird. And also, being first generation. Okay, this is going to be a different. Okay, I always say this is going to be a different. Okay, I'm writing it right now in my scripting journal. The next episode is going to be about first generation. How long can you keep that going? First generation. Generation. Isn't that. um? Aren't you frying your. Your your, isn't that called vocal fry? I think that's what. What is vocal fry? Let me Google this. What is vocal fry? Vocal fry, a way of speaking in which the voice is very low pitched and has a characteristic rough or creaking sound. Yeah, vocal fry. Isn't that bad for your? I think that's bad for your throat. So let's not do that. Um, but today I have an iced oat milk latte because I found out that I can get it iced, but I don't really like it. It was today was kind of bad. But my friend made it. So I was like, oh, this is so good. I was like, mmm, the flavors. So I was like, mmm, so good. But I didn't really like it. Like it was I hope they're not listening to this. I'm so sorry. But I didn't really like it. But the message on the cap. They wrote a message. It says, enjoy your day and hashtag Team Monet. I am Team Monet all the way. This is my top four, okay? I don't care. Raja, Monet, Evie, and Jada. Because Jinx, mm, um, Shay, she had All Stars 5 was literally about her. And who else is on there? I think that was it, right? Oh, the Vivian. <laughs> Maybe if, like, I don't know. I didn't really watch her, so I don't even know about the Vivian. But, anyways, this is not, this is not race chaser, race chaser. This is not sibling watchery. This is Memento Vivide. And we're going to catch up, okay? So, on Monday, I hurt my foot. Um, I stepped on a nail. It was hurting. It was hurtful. It was, it, it was so sad for me. Like, I wanted to cry. Because, so, I hurt my foot, and I'm like, crap, you know? So I, I, I do my planner every Monday and I was doing my planner and it was empty. I was like, because I focused my life on activities, you know, running, boxing, um, hiking, um, Pilates, the gym. I focused walking, biking. I focused like on my activities because those activities are very important to me. So I like, you know, make them throughout the week and I set, you know, my days for each thing I'm going to do. And then I was like, I have to get rest. Like I cannot, I could, I couldn't walk on my on my right leg. 
so I was like, crap. So I, 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 I got a little bit sad on Monday. I was like, whatever, I'm just going to sleep it out. I wake up on Tuesday. I feel a little bit better, but still not, you know, fully healed. Wednesday, it got better. Like my foot felt so much better. And I feel like on Wednesday, that's when my life picked up a little bit. I was a little bummed out because I didn't record anything for 11-11 because I had a rest. I didn't, you know, oh, here, uh, I, there's no new YouTube video coming out today because I wasn't able to record anything this week because I think I took a little break, I guess. I don't know. My mind kind of decided that for me. Um, so t- speaking of disappointment, that that's one disappointment, you know, no YouTube video out today. But guess what? I have a lot of other videos. Go watch them. Um, so on Wednesday, life picked up. I recorded 11, which I loved the way that I recorded 1111. Like it was the phone call. I don't know if you liked it. Let me know if you liked it. And I can keep recording it like that. I don't know, because I really like lo- uploading the visual podcast. I really loved the visual podcast. But let me know how that goes. Um, but since Wednesday, I've been having the best energy except yesterday yesterday i woke up in a very bad mood and that's okay because today's the new day today um today i i my body woke me up at 4 a.m because i've been asleep since 8 p.m so i woke my body woke me up at 4 a.m and it was like i was awake like i cannot go back to sleep once i wake up so i booked a hot pilates class so i went to go to hot pilates i opened the blinds and i was watching the sunrise it was beautiful um, and lately I've been reading in the mornings because I have this book, small creatures, such as we, my favorite book of all time. This and the four agreements are my, hold on. Let me take a sip. This and the four agreements are two of my favorite books. And I'm so excited for, re- like, I love reading and I love analyzing the book as I'm going, but let me read you my favorite part that I read on Friday in the morning. Okay. So I highlighted this. I also posted this on my story if you care, but, um, also I, okay. I love Instagram. I love Instagram and I low-key hate TikTok. Like, I, I don't think it's a love and hate thing. Like hate is a very strong, actually, I don't know. I just really don't like TikTok. Um, and I'm really out of the loop. Like, cause I don't scroll on it. I don't post on it. Well, I do post, but I don't scroll. So I'm like really out of the loop. So I don't know any audios, any dances. I don't know anything. <laughs> so I think that's fine. Um, anyways, uh, but I also felt like when I would post on TikTok, it would allow me to like create little vlogs, but like now I'm anyways, So I highlighted this from my book and it says, I started telling myself that no matter what tomorrow brought, each little moment on earth was still meaningful and that if life went on forever, it would not be as precious. Okay, let's talk about that. So basically, I grew up in a very religious household um, where, you know, my parents, well, not very religious. They just have their beliefs and they believe that once we die, we're going to eventually go to a place where we live forever. And I never liked that. I was like, Gorge, I do not want to live forever. Like, what is the plot? What is the twist? Where's the spice? Where's the drama? You know? So when I read that, I was like, oh, like everything stopped. I was like, oh, so, you know, and I totally agree. And now I have like, before I didn't know what to say when they would ask me, why don't you want to live forever? But now I do. And it's like, you would not enjoy anything because right now, like I had a rough week, right? Well, now I know next week is going to be amazing. I know next week I'm going to make the best because I can 
workout, you know? And I'm getting new boxing gloves and I'm so excited. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, so it's like if you live forever, you're never gonna have anything to look up to look forward to. You're never gonna you know, anyways, then it goes, I am alive right now, which is an incredibly lucky thing. I sometimes don't believe in luck. I sometimes don't believe in like everything. I don't believe everything happens for a reason, but I think I do believe in, we sometimes take for granted being alive. Like this week, I was very pissy. I was very mad. And I took for granted that I was healthy, that I didn't need to go to the hospital, that I still have my foot, that I still, you know, so I was like, oh, that's true. And then it goes, once I could admit to myself how truly tiny we are, how short our time is, and still love life, I felt like a woman. This chapter was basically about puberty and like um, growing up and all that stuff. But I I feel like we forget a lot of those things. You know, like we're, we're here. Memento vivere is really learn, remember to live. Like we're, we're sometimes we forget to live. Sometimes we forget to love. Sometimes we forget to laugh. You know, and it's just a reminder. So I love, I love this book. And watch out for the eleven eleven. I think it's gonna be on Wednesday. No, next one, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday because that's the end of the month. But I'm halfway done with the book. It's a two. It's almost a three hundred page book. So I'm excited. Um, I just, I cannot recommend that book enough. Um, but I also feel like since I've been taking a little break from like posting on YouTube, I, I felt a little bit disappointed and I felt a little bit disappointed in myself. And it, it, I, I, I scripted this. This is the first scripted podcast in a while. Um, and I, I sat down with myself and I was like, okay, we're going to talk about dealing with disappointment because I've been disappointed in myself for no reason, because I've been disappointed on myself for not being able to work out, which is something I can't control because hello, my foot is literally, you know, my body. Um, I've been disappointed in not being able to record, which, so, okay, honestly, it's not that serious. It's really not like my video, like, it's really not that serious to me anymore. Well, I'm learning that it's not that serious. Like, you really have to learn when and when it's healthy for your mind. Because I'm not going to be that person that will just post because they need to post and not have fun or not love what they're posting. Because that's going to show in what the view, when what people are watching. So, I, I have to learn how to be like, you know what, today, this week, I'm not feeling it. I apologize. I'm sorry, but we're going to keep it moving. And better times are coming. Better days, good days by SZA are coming. Um, but then I was like, I cannot put all this disappointment on myself. Let's blame other people right now, okay? So <laughs> times I've been disappointed by other people. We are going to start. Disappointment is basically sadness caused by myself or other people or a place. Like places that disappoint me are like um, Orlando and Florida and like Texas because, you know, the laws. And I don't, I went to Florida. I went to Disney Studios. I mean, Disney Universal Studios and like all those places when I was little um it was really fun and that was that's the only time that i've ever been to florida because i avoid florida because hello this the laws and this, i just don't like it places like florida and texas are places are states that i avoid at all costs because i just don't like it <laughs> and it's 
it's just something that just ugh, it makes me so mad um and it makes me like just the people there i just know like you know anyways <laughs> i'm very disappointed in florida and texas because they have beautiful beaches and it, it just makes me upset um but i've also been disappointed in like um some places in colorado that are very you know pro-life and like um republicans and stuff like that because <laughs> colorado is such like a hippie vegan state it makes me so mad just kidding i i don't think we should be disappointed okay honestly i don't think you should be disappointed on racist people because that's how those people were raised that's how that's what we've been taught as at a young age that you know racism and and sexism and stereotypes and all of that stuff those are the things that we've all been taught as a young age as a those are the things we've ever seen so it's like sometimes it's like you don't know any better until you reach a state in your life where you do know better and you keep on choosing to do worse you know and that is what makes me disappointed in other people when they know this is not healthy they know this is not good for other people they know this is harming other people people of color black people trans people you know all of those people and they still decide to either pass laws that hurt them or or do acts that hurt them that's what disappoints me in other human beings because we're we're literally we're literally just freaking stars that are supposed to love each other not not divide each other not hurt each other not kill each other not um tell each other mean stuff we're literally just humans that are meant to love what we do love love everyone love ourselves first and that just makes me disappointed um and i think that's i've seen it in my parents like i've been disappointed by my parents a lot um especially um during my young teenage years when i was find not finding myself because i don't believe in finding yourself i feel like I, I believe in building yourself i don't think you're lost i think you're just building yourself with the experiences and all that but as i was you know um getting older figuring out what i like figuring out what i don't like um i believe that your parents um either brought you to the brought you into their lives or brought you into their families or anything and they're supposed to love you no matter what they're supposed to support you no matter what granted i i do believe that you know sometimes it's harder for first generation um immigrant parents to love you no matter what but on the flip side that should be one major reason why they should love you no matter what because you're our parents this is what you, this is what you're supposed to do you're supposed to love your children no matter what decision they make uh, obviously you know if it's like serial killer like okay maybe let's go to therapist let's go to jail let's go to therapy let's let's explore why you want to be a serial killer you know but like <laughs> but like if it's not harming anyone why are you as a parent hurting your kids when it's not even harming them when it's not harming you when it's not harming anybody else like you you brought human beings into this earth because you because apparently you were ready mentally emotionally physically economically and you're supposed to love your kids no matter what and that is something that i will stand for and that is something that is important to me and that is something that i was disappointed by my parents but after you know therapy and like myself healing and meditation and all that stuff i learned that this is going to be a, my first generation um podcast topic next week and i'm going to talk about that but i'm just going to talk about it real fast 
I learned that they were raised extremely different. They were raised in a very, very, very different generation. And you kind of have to learn to, to be patient and you have you kind of have to accept the fact that you're probably never going to get their full support and that is okay. And it's something that I'm totally fine with. And it's something that, hey, at least I have some love. I, I should get 100%, but if I get 10%, hey, that's better than nothing, okay? Um, I've also been disappointed by people who I grew up thinking they were heroes. For example, my siblings. Um, I am the youngest, and I, I, I've been disappointed by a lot of my siblings, but then I realized we're all just humans. We're all just trying to get through life, and it's it's we're all literally just learning as we go. We, we really don't... I think as a kid, you feel like everyone is perfect, or since they're adults, you know, they have everything figured out. And as you grow, you kind of realize that these are little kids with jobs and kids with money and kids with like you know cars and kids with being able to make their own decisions like yes you can mature and stuff but you're still learning as you go and it it caused me disappointment you know when they don't believe in trans rights or they don't believe in equality or they don't believe in you know um, love is love or stuff like that. It just makes me disappointed. I mean, there's also different situations. It's not just that. Um, it's just disappointing to see that, hey, you are, you're, you, I thought you knew better, you know, but sometimes people don't know better and that's fine. Sometimes people do know better. Sometimes people do, sometimes people know better, but, but they don't act like it if that makes sense and it's something that you really just have to be like you know what whatever i'm gonna move past this and if you don't move past the dis being disappointed by other human beings you're never gonna let it go so you really just have to let it go be like if it bothered you if it hurt what they said be like hey this hurt me please don't say this again we can agree to disagree we can respect each other and we're going to move on because i'm not going what did it say i'm not going to be a dead horse I'm not going to keep going on this topic knowing it's not going to get us anywhere because we obviously have two different viewpoints and that's fine. We're as as humans, we're allowed to have different viewpoints. We're allowed to, you know, disagree and we're allowed to have our own point of view. And that's totally okay. But just know that you've disappointed me, you hurt me, and we're going to move on. And we're going to be okay. You know, like I think I I I sometimes don't really like the fact that you I think a lot of people kind of idolize the thing of always agreeing and like never being disappointed or never disappointing others. Like sometimes you have to disappoint. Sometimes you have to say no. Like that's something that I'm learning is to say no. I'm 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 kind of a people pleaser because I don't like hurting other people. I don't like saying no because I, I I'm a very non-confrontational person. So I sometimes feel like if I say no, it's going to create a fight, which won't. I think, um, so it, I, I just need to learn how to say no. And that's because I don't want to cause disappointment. You know, it's like, oh, I, I thought I counted on you. And then you're like, crap, you did, but I'm sorry, you know? So I want to say no without apologizing. I want to say like, hey, can you go do this for me? No, I cannot right now. Or no, how would we disappoint by saying no without apologizing? You can say, hey, can you go 
work with me or hey can you go do this for me and i want to say no so i'll be like no i no i can't i don't have the energy right now period don't apologize don't say sorry that is something that i'm trying to learn that is something i'm going to work on for the year say no without apologizing because even when like people are in my way i'm like excuse me sorry like what are you apologizing for like they're they're in your way like excuse me you know excuse me you know don't i need to stop apologizing like i say sorry for everything and i need to stop that um okay times i've disappointed myself i i've i've writing this down i realized that i allowed people's validation rule my life like i was extremely disappointed when i when i figured that out like a it was like a year ago. It's been like a whole year that I stopped allowing people's validation, like kind of rule my life and control my feelings. Whenever, you know, if people don't text me or if people like, if people don't like my posts or follow me or stuff like that, it would like kind of make me upset and it would ruin my energy. But then I realized these are, this is, like, it's not real, you know, like it's, you control your energy, you control your life, you create your own life. Don't allow people's validation to control you. Like what is going on? So I sat with myself, I journaled about it and I, I'm learning how to be like, you know what, if they don't answer, that is not going to affect you because guess what? We are our own person. We complete ourselves. The universe it does not need another universe to be complete or to be whole. Neither do I, okay? I am my own universe. Also, okay, you know how I was talking about parents disappointing me and like they're supposed to love you because they brought you to this world? Isn't that like, that literally just supports my fact of like being, you're your own God. <laughs> like, I know I sound like Millie Bobby Brown trying to convince people that Earth is flat, but we're literally bringing humans into this world. Like, if that's not your own God, oh, speaking of God religion religion is very disappointing because as you you know i feel like i grew up hold on let me take a sip of my own milk latte um i feel like as i grew up i obviously grew up in the church um and it made you believe that it was perfect it made you believe that oh this is you know this is the only real religion ever and there's everything else is fake and everything else is so bad and everything else like you know is horrible and then as you grow up, well, as when I grew up, I started having my own brain and I started having my own thoughts and I started to have my own ideas and questions and everything. And it just made me so disappointed in what I was learning and, I, and what I was being taught. It created a lot of my own internal um, uh, self-hate. It created, um, it creates a lot of uh, transphobia it creates a lot of homophobia um that religion as you as you as if you grow up in it it just creates a lot of that for you um because you're taught that hey all of this is a sin this is gross this is bad this is not normal it's imperfect it's whatever and you grow up with like oh that's true like you know you have that mentality and you see the adults that you like that you view as heroes as perfect having that mentality so you're like oh it must be true because if these adults that i view that are perfect think that it's true then it must be true because you don't know any better i believe that when you're a kid you can only do with what you're dealt with because we don't know any better so that's what i was being taught you know 
and as you grow up, you're like, this is wrong. Like, this is one of the worst things you can tell other kids and as they grow up and viewing in this world. Like, this is horrible. Um, so I, it, it just created so much disappointment. Obviously, Christianity oppresses Black people. Christianity is very horrible. <laughs> but I do respect religion. I respect, you know, I respect every, I think every religion should be respected because at the end of the day, no one knows what's real. And this gives people peace of mind, you know, but it is disappointing learning what you're realizing, what you're learning is wrong and realizing what you're learning is fake. But I think religion should be respected um, because at the, you know how I said, like, everyone feels like this is a real religion. Well, maybe it is to you. And maybe that what you believe in is what happens when you die. Or maybe what you believe in doesn't happen. But that's fine because it's creating peace of mind for you. And I value peace of mind. And I think that's important. Um, so it's just like, it's disappointing. But hey, let's move on. Let's, I'm going to, obviously, other human beings know what's going on. I'm not going to be a dead horse. And it's just going to be. We're just going to move on. And it's, it's, it's horrible and it's bad. But guess what? I can't do anything about it. I'm not going to riot and close a church down because this place is giving people peace of mind. It disappoints me heavily, but hey, we'll be fine. We'll be okay. Obviously, it's horrible and it, I do not recommend it, but... If it's giving people peace of mind, I, th I I think we can be fine. Um, I've also been disappointed on myself with setting boundaries. I've actually, I was, but I'm really good at setting boundaries now. But before, I used to be horrible with setting boundaries. I would allow people to dog walk all over me. I would allow people to do whatever they wanted with me. I would allow people to control my life. I would allow people to control my energy. And that is not good. That is not good for me or for anyone because you should be the ruler of your own life. So you should create boundaries. Be like, hey, don't do this. I don't not, I don't like it when you do this. Can you not do that? But if you're setting boundaries with someone you love, I realize that setting boundaries with my parents has been a, hey, I want to do this. I don't like it when you do that. I would like it if you did this instead. Giving them an option because you're setting boundaries, but you're also giving options. Because if you set boundaries, like you, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to work on not being so rude lately, and I feel like a lot of people take setting boundaries as being rude, which is not true because you're just trying to set boundaries. You know, I feel like in Mex, in like Mexicans, in in Spanish, well, yeah, in Me Mexican culture, I've always been heard like, oh, es una um, niña creída, like no más te crees mucho. Like I've been told that They're, uh, they've been like te crees mucho, and it's like it, it basically translates to like you think you're like the cream of the crop, I guess. And it's like, no, I'm just setting boundaries. Like, I, I, I just don't want to, you know, I don't want people to cross my boundaries. This is important to me. This is my body. This is my mind. This is my health, you know? So it's just setting boundaries is very important to me. And I realized that before I was so bad at it and it disappointed me because it was just not good. You know, it's just, it's just, it, but dealing with disappointment is very very difficult because sometimes you really just have to ride the wave and allow it to kind of go away because if you're disappointed by someone you can either talk to them and be like hey i didn't like it when you did this it disappointed me but let's move on you know it's a really big thing you really just have to move on accept the fact and move on and i think that's something very mature and grown for us to do um but thank you so much for listening for this week's
podcast episode. I'm so sorry. Um, no YouTube video today, but watch my camping trip. It was last week's video. I think we'll be fine. We'll be okay, Gorge. Um, I love you so much. I'm gonna go grocery shopping, and I'm so excited. I'm going to Sprouts and Whole Foods, and I'm gonna buy new flowers, and it's gonna be great. Anyways, I love you so much. Bye.